You're listening to the Journey to Launch podcast, an updated conversation with Terry Egioma, who, since our last conversation, has reached financial independence, bought her dream home in cash, and amassed a $2 million portfolio. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Journey to Launch podcast with your host, Jamila Souffrant. As a money expert who walks her talk, she helps brave journeyers like you get out of debt, save, invest, and build real wealth. Join her on the journey to launch to financial freedom in in five, four, three, two, one. Hey, 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 journeyers. I hope just from the intro that you're excited about this episode. Now, a little background. So Terry Ijeoma, she was on episode 154 of the podcast. So a few episodes back. And I knew the conversation that I first had with her was epic and amazing. And it was validated because once I put out her episode, so many people were interested in more, in learning what Terry teaches, trading, swing trading, And Terry, if you heard that episode and follow her at all, you know that she has a knack and gift for teaching, trading, for talking about her story, for inspiring people. So when Terry was on the podcast and I released the episode, I had so much incoming messages wanting to learn more from Terry. And so Terry and I teamed up a few weeks later and we did a joint webinar slash class where I introduced you journeyers more to Terry so you can dive deeper into what trading is all about and specifically just ask her questions and learn more about her program, Trade and Travel. And so we are teaming up to do it all over again because it went so well the last time we did it. I had so many people actually join her course. So I became an affiliate for Terry for the course. And so many people took the course, are raving about the course. And you'll hear about that in another episode And so I was like, we need to do this again because I want as many people who are ready to learn and take this step, be prepared and have Terry as a teacher if they are willing. So I'm inviting Terry back on the podcast. So this episode is an actual new conversation with Terry because even since our last conversation, she's been up to so much. She has reached financial independence. So literally, Terry does not even have to do this anymore. She doesn't even have to teach her trade and travel course anymore. She could literally live off of her portfolio which you'll hear her talk about. It's about a $2 million portfolio, she said, at the time we recorded that. She bought her house in cash, hello. And she's continuing to help students, though, realize their financial goals and dreams. So I wanted to bring her back on to, one, just dive a little bit deeper into what's been happening with her and just about trading and what it takes to succeed in this manner, right? Because while it's great and it's something that I want more people to learn about, I want you to be prepared if you are going to invest the money and time to learn trading. I want you to know the real deal that it does take work. It it takes dedication. And Terry and I talk about that. With that, this conversation was so interesting. So we recorded this in August and it's funny. So let me try to do this as quickly as possible. For the month of August, we kind of have been riding solo because my aunt, who usually helps with the kids, is on vacation. So much needed vacation. And so... We have the kids and it's been hard trying to get work done, quite honestly, with the kids because, you know, they're only six, four and two. They need a lot of attention. And even if we give them their iPads, sometimes that doesn't matter. They still want attention. So this episode, we recorded the audio and the video versions. It 
may be that you hear my daughter or kids in the background, even if you're watching this on video. So you can go to my YouTube channel to watch the video. You may see a glimpse of my daughter. She kept coming in to the interview and Terry was so gracious about it. I kept having to stop and kind of redirect my daughter because my husband, he had stepped out. So it was that whole day was just like, hello, working parent, working mom. I feel the struggle, but we got through it. And I think we still had an amazing conversation. So just a couple of things, some links that you may want to write down and check out. If you are interested in joining Terry's program, you can go directly to journey to launch dot com slash Terry, T-E-R-I. That's my affiliate link. If you still after this episode, you want more information, you want to join us to learn more like in a free class, then join us. We are doing a free class again later on this month on September 23rd at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. You can sign up now by going to journey to launch.com slash trading class. So make sure you grab your seat to learn more. If you want the episode show notes for this episode, go to journeytolaunch.com or you can click the description of wherever you're listening to this episode to get the full episode show notes. Now, if you are a new listener to the podcast or an OG journeyer, I've created a jumpstart guide to help you on your journey to financial freedom. It includes the top episodes to listen to, the stages to go through to reach financial freedom, resources to help you, and so much more. Get it for free by texting LAUNCH to 33777. Text LAUNCH to 33777 or go to com slash jumpstart to get your guide for free right now. Okay, let's hop into the episode. Okay, journeyers, I'm so excited to bring back this superstar guest. Terry, I think like... Weird episode I felt like I got the most feedback from. So Terry Ijeoma was on episode 154 of the podcast. So you can listen to this one if this is your first time listening to Terry and then make sure you go back and listen to that one. But when you were on that episode, so many people like reached out to me after about, okay, I want to learn more about Terry, her course, because we talked about this course that we're going to talk about a little bit later because you had such a dynamic story. So I don't want to like go too deep in it because I feel like if you heard it already, then you know, but I do want to for people who are just like, wait, what's going on? Who is this girl? That they get just a brief sense of your journey to being Terry and I was going to say master, but is there a woman thing for master? Whatever, you're the master, man or woman. You're the master of trading and how you think <laughs> and how you got here because I just think it's just so amazing. Ah. Quick recap is I used to work in education and nonprofits for about 10 years, and I dedicated my whole life to that, but had a good time, but I was stressed and in toxic work environments and needed an exit strategy. So I decided that I was going to trade stocks in order to replace my income. And my last job, I was an assistant principal of an elementary school. I needed about $300 to replace my income. So that's what I did. Started trading stocks. I buy stocks, sell it a little higher, make that extra income. And then eventually I was able to quit my job and start traveling around the world. So I went to Asia, Thailand, Vietnam, Australia, Israel. And then the last time we talked, I was actually in South Africa during our podcast. So it's just been amazing learning how to use stocks to afford my dreams. And now that's what I teach other students to do too. Yeah. And so that was like the main thing people were um, saying, like, is Terry legit? So part of it was like, they just got that sense from you because you have <laughs> such, a, I always say this because it's true. 
you have such a warm personality and it's not just like just online like in person i met you and it's real guys i'm telling you it's real like just like the energy that she emits and so i felt like that was a real draw for people because sometimes within this space like you want to learn these things but then you want to trust the person like that you're going to be buying from or learning from and when it comes to especially investing there's so many right there's other legitimate sources that you can learn from but I think in this sense, where it's this goal that people want to learn to do, right? Like trading, and it seems sexy and fun. Not only do you like show the results, but you also learn, know how to teach it too, which is like within the course. But you've also, since our conversation, also had some amazing milestones. So I do want to touch upon that because you first just said when you originally started trading, it was to replace your income, which was a couple hundred dollars a day that you needed, right? Yeah. Since then now, you've come to the point where you, I don't want to like steal your thunder, but tell everyone what you've been able to do even since our conversation last time. Okay. Okay. So our conversation was around February and I just know that because I was in South Africa living my best life. And I'm so glad that I went right before COVID because otherwise I would have been stuck at home. So like that was one of those like, man, Lord, I'm so thankful I took advantage of that moment because you just never know what's going to happen next. And since then, of course, came back home, stuck at home because quarantine happened. The market crashed, but that was a blessing, such a blessing, because for me, I know how to make money when the market goes up and down. So one of my big goals this year is I wanted to learn how to make six figures in a day in the stock market. Of course, I started at $300, worked up to $1,000. So my big goal was, can I make $100,000 in a day trading stocks? And girl, I did it. During quarantine, I did it actually uh, several times. I did one on Boeing. I had like a $100,000 day. Then I did another one on American Airlines a little further down, made like $200,000. Then I had like a $500,000 day. So the stock market has been great. And I've been so like, I've been amazing myself at (laughs) the numbers that I've been able to do, which is pretty cool. And then my students have been doing well, too. So like our goal is to help a thousand students make a thousand dollars in a day. It's called like our million dollar a day mission because we can generate a million dollars to actually change the world. And like over 300 of them have now gotten to the thousand dollar day club, too. So students have been killing it. I've been killing it. It's just been like this super cool journey the last few months. Yeah. And, you know, I do want to step back. I want to define trading because this is something where, you know, For me, like I don't trade in the way you do. I'm more long-term investor, put my money into the market and index funds and let it go, right? I want to define trading the way you're talking about it because I feel like for some people who are hearing it, they're like, wait, wait, trading, like what does that mean? And then like, I want to talk about the things you can do when you're generating income from trading. Yeah. Yeah. So the way the IRS or the government would designate a trader is I'm somebody who actively invests for income. So there are some people who may buy a stock today and then they hold it for the long term for retirement. Long term in investing world is like a year or more you hold a stock. But if any, if you're trading, that means that you're, you could be day trading or swing trading. Day is I get into a stock in one day and sell it that same day or swing trading is I get into a stock and I hold it three days to a few weeks or even a couple months. But that would be an active investor because we're trying to actively invest for income. And what this looks like for me is like right now, I just bought this new house and I know people's going to be like, yes, Terry, tell about your house. <laughs> so like I just bought a new house. But one of the things that I really want to get is a swimming pool. 
And so I've had two vendors come and they came and I was so excited until they told me the price. They were like, yeah, to build this pool is $80,000. And I was like, what? I, what? <laughs> First of all, how much does it cost for me to get a shovel and use it as my workout plan? Right. My <laughs> but then I was like, oh, but they need to be professionals and get permits and stuff. So maybe I'll let them do it. But it's $80,000. So when I'm thinking about using stocks for income, my recent goal is, okay, well, let me trade in order to afford the pool. So I broke it down. I said, okay, if I can make $3,000 a day at trading stocks, that would be like, here, I'll tell you how to do it in a second. But first, yeah. let me break down my goal. So if I could make 3000 a day, that's 15000 a week because five trading days a week, that's 60000 in a month if I just am consistent with making 3000 a day. So I said, okay. Well, what what can I do to make three thousand a day? Well, I can get three hundred shares of a stock that moves ten dollars a day. So that could even be like a Netflix or Salesforce. They move about ten dollars. So if I had three hundred shares of one of those stocks, then that would help me reach my three thousand a day. Or I could get more of like a thousand shares of something that moves three dollars a day. So that could be like an Apple if I could afford it. So like basically you're looking for good, healthy companies and then however many shares you get, you times that by how much it moves and that's your profit. And you try to sell within a reasonable time so that you can use that money for your goals. Yeah, and I love the distinction. So you're trading for income. So I have people who even so when we had our interview episode 154 and we actually did a joint class together where people, journeyers joined your program and one thing that I wanted to like make clear, even like in that presentation that we did together was, you know, this is like trading like as a side hustle, like to generate income, to help you pay off debt, to help you reach your financial goals. Right. So not necessarily like how I usually talk about investing, which is like, you know, for the longer term and financial independence, which this actually does help you reach financial independence if you are using it for your goals. So not like okay, I'm making $1,000 a day. I'm just like spending it on whatever. It's like, no, this is, I'm looking at it as actually income to help me pay off that debt, save that emergency fund and do all these other things. Yep. It's, I always think of it as the difference between a flipper in real estate and a long-term investor in real estate. So they're both investors. They're just different methods. If you're a long-term investor, you're waiting for the stock or the house to appreciate, or maybe you're doing rental income. You're just thinking of different ways to make money. But if you're a flipper, then you're going to buy the house low, fix it up, and then sell it real fast, and you take the cash real quick. Neither one is better or worse than the other. They're just different ways, and it depends on your goals. If you need the money quickly, then you can basically, quote unquote, flip the stock. <laughs> You're just going to be getting in and out of the stocks that you normally would have kept for a longer time. If you don't need the money, then you can let that sit for a while. So it's just neither one's better or worse. It's just different depending on your goal set. Yeah. And I like that well, I'm able to talk to you in this way, because again, this was foreign to me and it's not something I have personally done yet. Le legitimately, I always say like, if I had the time and it's an excuse, right? Because there are people who are way busier than me who are doing your, your program and succeeding. But like, it, just because it's new or different for me doesn't mean my journeyers couldn't benefit from learning this method from something different. Like I like to say like, this is a buffet. I like to present you with the options, help you make and take the educated risk and to try something um, different and new, especially if you've tried things before or you knew that this is something you're interested in and you want to learn about, here's a really legit option for you to um, explore. Yep. 
And it's a skill set. So I like to tell people it's a skill set that you can use whenever you have time. So like maybe right now you're super busy. You don't have time to look at the market and see where the stocks are going. But, you know, another week you're sitting on the beach like I've done. I sat on the beach in Mykonos one time. I'm looking at my cell phone and the, you know, the brokerage is on my cell phone. I made $20,000 sitting on the beach chilling. So it's a skill set that you can use when you want to. And one of the things like someone asked me recently, they were like, why do you think a lot of new investors are not doing well at trading? Like, you know, you hear about all the people getting into like Robin Hood and stuff. And they're like, why do you think that they don't do well? I think it's because they forget that it really is a skill set and you have to actually get education on how to do it right. I'm not sure what it is, but for stocks, they assume that you can just kind of learn, you know, I'm going to get in and I'm just going to know how to make it work or I'm going to figure it out on my own. Hey, baby girl. (laughs) But for investing, it doesn't work like that. You need education just like any other skill set. If you were going to learn to be a doctor, you got to go to school first. If you're going to even learn how to speak a new language, Spanish, French, you need to take some classes. When you learn how to take some classes and investing, you can you can pick this skill set up, too. I think too, like, because so many are in it for like that quick win, which I know it's very appealing or. Yeah. Appealing is a good word. And you know, people market to it in that way. Like where it's just like, oh, it's super easy here. Just like do this and I can help you make a gazillion dollars and not much work. And then it's like, that's not the case. You do have to set aside time and learn this stuff. But when you put in the work, there is a benefit. So a couple other things that you were able to do. So you bought your home and you bought it in cash. I did. I did. (laughs) (laughs) This year has been super crazy for me because I actually never intended to buy a house. I always thought that because I want to travel and be free, that I would just, you know, maybe do luxury Airbnbs around the world. And like house was not on my vision board for 2020. But then I realized that where I was renting was like three times the price of a mortgage. Like I was paying $4,500 a month for rent and it was beautiful. I had like this high rise and I could see the whole city. But at the interest rates that the mortgage had come down to, like that was like three mortgage payments. So I started looking for houses and then I ran into the issue of because I'm a entrepreneur, I didn't have the paperwork they wanted to afford the houses they said I could afford. And I'm like, but you guys see my bank account. I literally have enough money to buy this flat out in cash, but you guys won't give me a mortgage. So then I had to boss up and put my big girl panties on and say, well, it's fine. Then I'll just pay for it in cash. (laughs) Wow. Mm -hmm. Being able to do something like that, right? Like I, that's one of my dreams, like to pay off my mortgage and, or if we wanted to buy something else, have enough like in cash to do that. And I'm sure people listening, because I had Kamiko from The Budget Mom, she was able, she saved up and bought her her dream home in cash. And as we all know, like when mortgage is your like, biggest expense. So for a lot of us to think about not having that is amazing. But the way you've done it, so like breaking down your path to being able to do this was like you saw an opportunity to just earn some money on the side and then replace your income. But then there was an opportunity to, because you combine all your previous skill sets to like as a, you know, being in an administration to be able to teach this stuff. And I often think about like how many of us are sitting on a skill set that not only can we earn money from like if we were doing it one off, but also so many other people would want to learn from us, right? Like what is that unique thing that you would be able to teach or do 
that you can bring to the world and have not only you benefit, like, and you make a profit, but your, your people succeed. And I just think that's just an amazing story because I know that everyone's like sitting on something that they could do that with. Yes. And I think if there's something that you hear people keep saying, please pay attention to it. Because for a while, I was running away from the gift of teaching. Even when I was in education, I always said, well, I don't want to be in the classroom. I think I actually would have loved it. Now, seeing how I enjoy teaching, and and most of my students now are adults, you know, (laughs) like they're 35 to the 55, either about to change jobs or looking to retire soon and want to make their money work for them. But I had always ran away from being in the classroom. I was like, I'm going to be in administration. I'll run the school, but not be in the class. But it's a gift. Everyone that I, I run into says, me and Terry, there's just something about the way that you teach. You know how to break it down and make it simple. Like I can understand it when you teach it. And I think that is a gifting that just really speaks to me. That's my superpower. I'm a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. And in terms of your journey to do this, right? So one of the things that we did talk about offline is that now you've also reached a point where you've reached financial independence. Like literally, if you did not want to like run your business anymore, right? Like you would be okay to sit and chill. Totally fine. Yep. (laughs) So let's talk about that because I do talk about financial independence a lot and people reaching that. And so that basically meaning you have all the money you need to live and sustain your lifestyle. So you don't have to actively work again. So for that mean, like literally, like you wouldn't have to even do trade and travel anymore if you didn't want to. Like you could just trade your own your own money and be good or you don't even have to trade again, really. I don't even have to trade again. So, okay, so let me paint a picture for you guys. So imagine if you were able to buy a home that was over $700,000 in cash. Imagine if you were able to still pay your staff. Now I have five staff and three of them are family members. So now you're able to pour money into your family. Imagine if you were able to generate like hundreds of thousands of dollars in a day trading stocks, or you have a school that's also generating income because people are signing up each day. So this is this is my FI. So I reached a place where I've now have an account where I, I put like two million dollars in it. And that account, even if it just makes 2% interest. And so I'm working with trade stations, my broker, they've been trying to help me figure out ways because savings accounts don't have a lot of interest right now. But there are ways that you can invest in certain things. Like I don't really like crypto, but there are certain crypto things that give a 2% return or even the way I invest in stocks. There are some things where I could do a longer term investment and they move more than 2% a, a month. So even if my the money in there was invested in a couple different stocks and it made 2% a month, that's still $40,000 a month. That was my whole assistant principal salary for the year back in the day. So now I've gotten to a place where my cash can start making me more in a month than I used to make in a year. I'm, I'm totally good. I don't have to have the school. I don't have to really in, in day trade or swing trade if I didn't want to, but I mean, cool thing is I love both of those things. So I'm going to keep doing it. But yeah, that's where I'm at now. Yeah. And I think that is where everyone is working towards because we often say, okay, what would you do if you did not have to earn the money, right? If you had enough money to never work again. And the fact that you're still working and doing it is a testament to like this being your passion. So I love also that you just said like you were employing your family members Again, I don't see why anyone else like wouldn't want to attempt this. Now, the one thing I will say is like, you know, you're one amazing case study 
if there was a best case scenario, like you're like the, you know how they have like the range of people, <laughs> yeah. like you'd, be, you'd be the best case, like ultimate scenario. But, and you know, there, of course, I'm sure some people who with all intentions try to do something like this, but just can't get it off the ground. But what would be your thing for whether it's trading or something else that they should at least give it a try and not look at the failure rate or the bad that can happen? Like, why should they focus on the best case scenario? Mm, good question. And I do have to admit, like, I've always been the person who is striving to be number one. So in high school, I was trying to be valedictorian. And then I was so upset when I was like some tenths of a point away. Like I was I was third in my class instead of one. And I was so pissed. You just do not know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And then in college, like I went to MIT and I still had like a I still got A's and B's. I had like a four point five GPA at MIT. Like so, yes, I do have to admit, like I I am smart and I always seek to be number one. So there is a piece of it that's like don't please believe I worked super, super hard. This didn't just happen out of thin air. And like, I've been trading 10 years. So I didn't just start here. I started with losing all the money that I was making because I didn't know what I was doing. And then finally taking classes and becoming a better trader. So yeah, so it took some time to get here. But to your question of like, what would I tell people to do? Honestly, I really would tell them to learn to invest. And I wouldn't stop at just, okay, I'm going to do a buy and hold. I would learn the skill set of actively investing. And I know some people are going to be like, but Terry, I don't have time. I understand. That's why we said it's a skill set that you can use when you want to. Uh, Terry, I don't have enough money. Start small. Even if you start with like $500 and then learn the skill set in a simulator with fake money, at least you're practicing so that when you do have more time or have more money, you can do it well. This is one of those skill sets that when the opportunity comes, you don't want to be behind the ball, like trying to learn when the market fell, like in March. The market fell to some great prices and now people are trying to learn. But what if you had learned before and now you were ready, right? Right. So I, I do think it's a it's an important skill set. And I also think there's a big part of it that you have to learn how to protect your risk. Because somebody in here is going to say, Terry, I tried it and I lost money. And I'm going to completely agree with them. Yes, there is a possibility that you're going to lose in investing, but that's why you got to learn how to protect your risk too. Yeah. And I'm happy that you also mentioned that the hard work it took you to get to where you are and also your mindset. I think maybe we should spend a little bit of time here because if there's going to be one thing that holds you back, it will be a mindset thing, right? It will be if you believe this is possible for you. If you believe financial independence is possible, if you believe you're going to be a success story, you talked about going to MIT, like getting have such a high GPA, all these amazing like feats. And, and you continue that kind of passion and progress throughout all areas of your life. How do you keep that up? How does one, if they don't have it, because someone, if they're going to be honest with themselves right now, be like, well, I actually don't have that kind of internal motivation, but I feel like I should try to have it. How would one, someone who doesn't feel like that, instill that in themselves? And then how can someone just, if they are feeling like that, even continue that so they can really become and be their best selves. I do have to admit that part of my drive is a more spiritual drive. So when I, there's, there's two scriptures that I think about. One of them is like, there's a a part in, in Colossians in the Bible and it says, do your best as if working for God and not for man. And so I often think about that, like, you know what? 
if God gave me this great opportunity and I just threw it away, that would just kill me. So oftentimes I'm just I'm just trying to do everything I can to to make sure that I like do my best for God. And it and it's not for like my students. I love them. And but it's like I'm not doing this school for you. I'm doing it for God. Even trading like if it was me, I would kick my feet up and just chill but I'm still striving to become better because I know that God has more for me. For me, it's very much a spiritual thing. And then I will say the one other spiritual thing that I think of is there's this one scripture and I can't even remember where it is, but it says something like, I would hate to get to heaven and God say you were ineffective and inefficient. And I remember reading that and I was like, oh my gosh, like I would hate to get to heaven, get all excited. And then God told me, you know what? You were ineffective in this lifetime and you were not efficient with what I gave you. So now that's kind of also been a driver of like, I want to be effective. If I'm going to be here, let me not just be here for myself. Like, let me be effective in moving God's mission forward and then just helping other people. Right. So those are some of the things that internally drive me. I love it because having a higher purpose that drives you, that why, like that's outside of you, like that bigger thing. And you know, the superficial stuff is fun, right? Like, oh, I maybe want the nice car or you want to maybe prove someone wrong. You know, those are good external factors. But when you have something so internally motivating and and spiritual, I think that's like unmatched. When you think, like I know so many people who are spiritual, who if they harness that with their goals, if they put that together, they'd be unstoppable. Like I often sometimes say when I see people who are like big, good runners, cause like I started running now, cause it's hard. Like when I'm running my little miles, I'm just like, oh my gosh. And I see people like are talking about, they ran five or 10 miles. I'm like, this person should be able to do anything they want in life. If you can run five miles, 10 miles. Yeah. You got grit. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, how, and how do you transfer that passion, that energy into other areas where whatever you're good at or passionate about, how do you put that towards something like your money, like your other goals you have, your education so that you can reach your best potential. Yeah. And that like, so, like runners, I'm always jealous of you guys because you guys have some like mental just discipline, something that says, even though I'm tired, I'm going to keep going. And I think that piece, that like one little push right there is what everybody needs that I don't want to do this, but I'm going to make myself like I got tired, but I'm going to keep going anyway. Like my legs hurt, but I'm going to keep pushing to the finish line. You know, like that piece, that grit, that's the piece you need to be successful in any business, even with trading too. Like, yeah, I might have lost on the last couple of trades, but I'm going to take that next trade. And that might be the one that's successful. That discipline of, okay, this is the trading plan that Terry told me, but I'm going to do the steps like she said and not go crazy. But that kind of mental discipline is what you need to be successful in, in all areas of life. I totally agree. Yeah, all areas. Okay, so when you think about your most successful kind of students, so the people who are coming in and doing the $1,000 per day, right? That's the goal for your students. Yeah. What qualities or what are the things that they're making sure they listen to that they can do that? Because I think that's interesting too, like, as a teacher, like you can tell everyone what to do, but oh, you know, some people just don't like follow directions or they want to kind of veer off and do their own thing. So what would you say are the qualities or the things that your most successful students do? One, they actually listen to the course. (laughs) They take it and they finish it. 
So I know that even for myself, like I've signed up for several courses and then never take them. So I think like first that initiative to just start, I think is crucial. Then the second piece of it is the students that I see do the best are the ones who are willing to listen to everything, practice, and then re-listen. Like I often hear them say, I watched the videos again. Oh, I've watched it multiple times. And that second time I listened to it, I actually understood it a little better. So taking the initiative to own the education for themselves versus trying to feel like the teacher needs to come motivate me to learn. That key thing is also really important. Like they're like, you know what? I didn't quite get this. Let me listen again versus sending an email to you. I don't understand this. They just got some kind of initiative, which I like. And then the other piece of it, I would say, is making sure that they're actually getting to know the stock market because I don't have any kids, but I would equate this to being a parent. Somebody could give you parenting ideas or advice, but it's going to be different for every kid, right? So like you may listen to them and they say, okay, well, you should feed your kid at these three times. And then you go to your kid and they're like, I don't want to eat nothing, right? (laughs) It's kind of the same with investing, which is, I mean, it sounds like a crazy analogy, but I can give you the best practices in investing, but depending on what the market is doing, it's a living being. It changes every day. So sometimes the rule may work perfectly. Other times it may not work just right. So there's some pieces of it that are also just getting to know the market. And that helps too with being a better investor. Yeah. And that adaptability, again, these are what all the qualities you just mentioned works in every area of something you're pursuing Mm -hmm. or that you're trying to learn. Because adaptability to me is also really important because look at, you know, the journey to financial independence, which involves so many possibilities and toolkits, one being trading, one being real estate investing, who, you know, there's so many things you can learn, right? And do, but the path itself is not always going to be straight, right? Who would could have thought of COVID and, you know, the pandemic and certain things, even in your personal life, like all the, you know, something goes wrong with your car that you weren't expecting or something throws you off. Someone needs maybe money and you have to be able to adapt and not be thrown off by those things. Yeah, it's going to happen. It may happen, but how can you set it up so that one, you have the ability to make the best choices in that moment for yourself, but then adapt as you go. Exactly. Yep. Okay. So I think the last thing I want to talk about is just like what your future goals are. So you'll be hearing a lot more um, from Terry. I have actually, I'm so excited because in a future episode, it may be like a couple of days from now. I'm not exactly sure. Next week, I want to bring on some journeyers who also became Terry's students to talk about their experience with trade and travel. But I want to talk a little bit about what your future goals are, because I feel like you, you've done so much since our last conversation. So I don't want to put like a limit on like what that may be, but I'm just curious to like the woman who like literally does not have to work anymore, but still doing it (laughs) and helping other people create wealth in their lives. Like what is next for you? What are you looking forward to doing? Sleep. Yep. (laughs) That's what I'm just kidding. (laughs) Good for you. (laughs) Um, But so I think the first thing is, I still want to hit that thousand students. Like I told you, I'm very much about goals. And so we made this goal to have a thousand students make a thousand dollars in a day. And so I just talked to my team and I said, well, we're at 300. What what do we got to do to get to the rest of the way? Like there's probably things that we can improve for the actual student journey. So for the current students that are in the course, how do we make sure they're learning better? 
And then for new students, we probably need to recruit more students to come into the course. But how do we make sure that we're reaching this goal of generating a million dollars a day? Like, I just feel like if we have enough students generating money from the stock market, that literally can change the world. And so this is the mindset I have. So I'm like, what do we need to do to get there? So like that's one, working to help more students learn how to invest. And then personal life, I think I'm also like excited to learn how to relax and enjoy my free time. So I've been working on just like time management and how do I use my workday more effectively so that I can enjoy the night without having to worry about anything or how do I better delegate? So I started hiring staff and now I'm trying to think through systems like, okay, how do I teach this person how to use webinar jam? And, you know, there's all these like random things that I used to do by myself. How do I delegate that? So really trying to learn how to be a good CEO and stop being in the day to day and start being able to think more strategically. So I I read like a couple articles recently, like what are the tasks of a CEO? Like, (laughs) so that's on my radar. And then one thing just further down the road, I love helping other business owners too. Like I found a lot of joy in that. Like I like having our financial network and being able to be accountability partners for, for each other. So I see that also being somewhere in my future, like somewhere being kind of like mastermind for other businesses trying to become bigger and better. But for right now, like focused on helping students with trade and travel and just building out this team in a better lifestyle. Yeah, I think like when I look at your like business and the amount like probably your like millions, right? Like you're built your, your business itself, not what you're trading. Like personally, your business like is bringing in millions and like your business structure and you being able to have employees. Like that's what I aspire like in my business, like to be able you know to do. And I know like it's crazy because same thing with money, right? Like because even though you're at the point where you're earning millions, you're still trying to implement some structure in your business. So you're not so into it. And then I'm thinking too, like, imagine if you did get that part, like really oiled and running, how much more you could do with your time to impact like other people and how it's always a journey. Like just because you have the million dollar business doesn't mean it's all going to be figured out right away. It's still a progressive journey. So I'm just super proud of what you're doing. I will say this, like, I think I said it on our joint class and, and on the podcast before, but you know, when you introduce people, like I, I introduce people to my audience all the time because I bring them on the podcast, right? But you were like the first person that I did like a joint thing with, right? Because that's like a big, like I'm telling my audience, if I'm selling something, I know it's good. So yes, you should buy from me because I put in my stamp of Jamila Journey to Launch on it. But to like work with someone else and like to introduce my audience to them and say, no, this person is legit and what they're teaching is legit. And I trust you with them, like was a huge step for me but I wouldn't have wanted to do that for the first time without like with anyone else. Cause you were so amazing like to do that with. And as you'll hear from people who went through your stuff, like it works, it's working and it's true. And I think it's so hard sometimes if you've been jaded or sometimes if you're a realist in the world that it's hard to like trust things like that. Like not just from a business perspective, but just like when you hear people who are saying, Hey, I can actually help you do this, but you do have to invest something so that your skin is in the game you put the time and you put the money in, you can get this result. And, you know, I think that's just amazing opportunity that you're giving um, people. And I'm glad I'm able to help you spread that message to more people. So. No, thank you so much. You're going to make me cry. I just did my makeup. Uh, to me. Don't make me cry. 
Um, but thank you so, so much. That is, that is the sweetest thing anybody has ever said. Thank you so, so much. But you'll be hearing more from Terry and I in future um, things. So just make sure you're staying in tune for that. And Terry, just one more time, tell people where they can follow you on social. Yes. So on YouTube and we're trying to get everything under trade and travel. So search that first trade and travel. And then on Instagram at I'm an investor. It looks like Imani investor. I am a N investor. And then I've learned recently when people try to look up Terry, they don't know how to spell it. So it's T-E-R-I. And then my last name is E-G-O-M-A. I-J-E-O-M-A. Excellent. I'm going to add all that in the um, episode show notes. Plus, we are doing a joint class again later on in the month, depending on when you listen to this, in September. So I will link all that in the show notes. Thank you again, Terry, for coming on and joining us. Thank you so much. I love this. Wow, I really hope you enjoyed that conversation with Terry and that you are inspired as much as I am every time I talk to her. What living your purpose, having a passion and working because you want to, right? Like we all aspire, at least I do. I know you do too, because you're listening to this. We aspire to work because we want to, not because we have to. And it's really nice to see someone who's in that position, who's still waking up, working as hard as Terry does still, right? Like, girl, Terry, take a vacation, (laughs) take a break. But she is so driven to fulfill her life's mission and purpose. And I love that she brings in spirituality and her relationship with God in terms of helping to motivate her. Because once you have a higher power guiding you, sky is the limit. There is no limit. The sky is not even the limit, right? So again, here's some links that you may want to take down. If you are convinced, you're just like, I need to sign up for Terry's next like go around in her course. Go to journeytolaunch.com slash Terry. If you want to join us for a free class to talk more about trade and travel, her program and trading in general. So just tips, you know, to learn more, you can go to journeytolaunch.com slash trading class. There you can sign up for the free class that we're doing together again on September 23rd. Oh, and stay tuned because in the next episode of the podcast, I will be bringing on a roundtable of Terry's students. So journeyers, so people who are journeyers who listen to the podcast, just like you, who actually took the course the last time around that we did this, and they're going to share their experience. So I can't wait for you guys to hear that episode. Stay tuned for that one. If you want to check out the episode show notes, that's where you can get links to anything that's mentioned, find out more about our guest, and even get a transcribed version of this episode that you can read. Go to journeytolaunch.com or click the description of wherever you're listening to this episode. Now, you can also still grab your free Journeyer Jumpstart Guide by texting LAUNCH to 33777 or go to slash jumpstart. If you want to support me and the podcast and love the free content and information that you get here, here are four ways that you can support me and the show. One, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast wherever you listen, whether that's Apple Podcasts, that purple app on your phone, your Android device, YouTube, Spotify, wherever it is that you happen to listen, just subscribe so you are not missing an episode. And if you're happening to listen to this in Apple Podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe there. I appreciate and read every single review. Number two, follow me on my social media accounts. I'm at Journey to Launch on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And I love, love, love interacting with journeyers there. 
three, support and check out the sponsors of this show if you hear something that interests you. Sponsors are the main ways we keep the podcast lights on here, so show them some love for supporting your girl. Four, and last but not least, share this episode, this podcast with a friend or family member or coworker so that we can spread the message of Journey to Launch. All right, that's it. Until next week, keep on journeying, journeyers. Journeyers.